This is the Noun Square Subbox Podcast, a show bringing together all the Nounist extensions, subdows, pods, and builders to highlight what's going on in the Nouniverse. The TNS Subbox was created by the Noun Square team to give a platform to all Nouns extensions such as ShakDAO, LilNouns, NasDAO, FoodNouns, and many others to share what they're working on with others in the Nouns ecosystem. The Noun Square is the information hub for all things Nounish. GM, GM, Tony. Good. Uh, but just to everybody in the audience, uh, we're going to talk to our guest, Sam. Welcome, Sam. Thanks so much. It's awesome to be here. Very excited to be here. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. There's so many different things that are kind of like going on and like getting ready to happen. I was kind of, yeah, I kind of didn't know what to expect, but this is, uh, this is rad. So very kind of like long, short-ish. I've been an engineer for pretty much as soon as I kind of was old enough to, to kind of start getting to writing code, basically. I kind of bounced around a few startups in the early days and around 2014 I kind of I've always been interested in decentralized mechanisms like whether it's decentralized messaging protocols or just kind of decentralized uh, where we are now blockchains and stuff like that Sam is it true that as a baby your first words were hello world uh yeah that's true and then yeah I kind of rambled out some html markup code as well okay cool that's what I had heard that but it sounded unbelievable so I wasn't sure well yeah yeah similar similar history yeah exactly uh, there's a group of us who kind of came out saying those words and then we're just kind of destined to get into it now it sounds now it sounds like the plot of a sci-fi movie but okay <laughs> <laughs> um, yes i kind of i actually fell in i guess what we now know as crypto in about 2014 looking at a protocol called stellar which is still going i kind of participated in the early days of that just playing around building kind of app integration stuff like that off their sdks time moved on like everything went quiet for a while and then i found out about Ethereum, went through the whole DeFi summer of 2017. That was kind of interesting, but I've never really been much of like a finance person. So it, while I found like the technology interesting, the kind of use case for me wasn't all too kind of ingratiating. So I kind of just kept it on the peripherals. And then around the end of 2017, I started hearing about, you know, what we now know as NFTs. At the time, it was like CryptoKitties and Punk and stuff like that. These art tokens that they were kind of, uh, kind of referred to in the early days. And then, um, I that kind of hooked me in because I've always worked as an engineer on the kind of the edge of working with artists and creatives and that's kind of where I've always enjoyed my time most and so NFTs really kind of hit me as like this awesome use case just wanted to spend more and more time involved in I always kind of kept it as a side project while I was working other tech companies and then um, one day I was looking at a side project and I reached out to Zora Foundation to see like did they have any open APIs that I could build on top of and they um Kayvon from Foundation pointed me in the direction of their APIs. They were building like a fungible token to physical goods um, platform, the same as Zora was at the time as well. And so I started building like this front end UI called Terminal, weirdly, because now that seems like there are all these different types of terms for nouns and other kind of NFT projects. But yeah, yeah actually, what, what of... they call that is the the amount of terminals that they are now that's called terminal velocity. Just to... <laughs> you can't get any more than that. We've just hit the, <laughs> hit the limit. Yeah, so I, I built this Terminal Foundation and eventually they I did a bit of consulting for them and then they asked me if I just wanted to join full time and it just kind of felt like the right time so I joined back in kind of February of 21 which feels like a lifetime ago now but realistically it wasn't but it feels like so much has kind of happened in that uh, year and a half or so yeah it's uh, it kind of I rode that that initial wave that big kind of like nft summer that we had that we're now kind of seeing the the end of the initial version of i guess kind of like wanted to see more of it i'd spent so much time in the 
NFT world that I realized so much else was going on outside of it. I left the foundation just over a month ago and went straight to Rainbow. I've been there for just over a month, uh, just coming, yeah, just over a month now, nearly two months. And yeah, I'm working on the app as well as kind of contributing to Rainbow Kit. Uh, for those of you that maybe aren't aware of what Rainbow Kit is, it's basically a web library, a JavaScript library that allows you to kind of very easily kind of spin up a web-free uh, DAP and put Rainbow Kit in front of it, which handles all of the connecting to your wallet or connecting to someone's wallet, firing off requests, seeing seeing balances and stuff like that, um, and integrates really nicely with all the different types of providers uh, that are out there. So Wallet Connect, obviously Rainbow, Coinbase Wallet, Metamask, um, all the usual suspects. And it's, yeah, highly customizable. So um, you can kind of tailor it to whatever their app looks like. That's really cool. There's something I really love about Rainbow. Uh, I, I probably wasn't even really using it. Uh, like I'd, I'd seen it and installed it, but you know, I, I install every wallet just to test them out. Yeah, it's great. It's it's also it's like if yeah, if you've got like a bunch of um, people's wallets or organized DAOs wallets that you want to kind of follow, then it's pretty easy just to kind of spin one of those up and swipe between them to see what's going on. And yeah, there's lots of lots of features going to kind of like being planned out in the pipeline um, that will hopefully make all of that you know a bit easier, a bit nicer to look at, and uh, yeah, just general improvements to the app. Amazing. Yeah, and is there going to be an in-app browser at some point? I don't think so, to my knowledge. Obviously, never say never, but I haven't seen any plans in that. Like, I'm personally kind of against, not against them, but I think that there are better better designs we can move forward with without having to, like, rebuild browsers for every single application. Like, yeah. if we can have, like, a more native integration into the browser itself, then to me, that's a bigger win than building a separate browser just to kind of, like, handle that situation. Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's one of the most frustrating things about using MetaMask Mobile is having to use the browser all the time it doesn't usually work with most browsers in my experience you know we're a we're a wallet company and that's where our specialities are in the team that are there like there are incredible engineers at apple and you know google and stuff who are building out really good browser uh, good browsers and i think uh, if we ended up spending a lot more time on that we'd just end up it'd just be a bit of a sunk cost if we uh, if we tried to build our own browser Makes yeah sense. very much. i just like i'm starting to become very uh, mobile first with all this kind of stuff um, i mean when i say starting yeah. to i've probably probably been that way for about a year and um i think like being able to switch between uh, I guess any mobile browser and, and the wallet cleanly as well is, is pretty important to me. Uh, so yeah, I don't have to sit at another device kind of thing. So that's one of the things I always tend to look for. That's all. That's the only reason I ask. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it, you should be able to, like, on a mobile device, like, go to a site, click on it. And if it supports Wallet Connect protocol, then it should, you should just be able to kind of deep link directly into Rainbow, sign it in Rainbow without having to scan anything. And then you can go straight back to the browser. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like a piece of functionality, obviously, that, that we that we offer is kind of like a first party offering. Yeah, and that that would be like one of the key features of Rainbow Kit, right? Like if you're building your own dApps, then you put Rainbow yeah. Kit in the front, it'll have that kind of built in. Exactly. Yeah, that's something that Rainbow Kit offers right out of the box, right? Like if you have another browser that supports Wallet, can get that option to to go straight into that and like deep link into it um, wherever you might be. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, cool. Well, let's talk more about how you found yourself in amongst the Nowniverse. Like, what was your journey into Nows? Through NowsDAO or NasDAO? I'm not exactly sure. Like, what you found and how you found it. Uh, like, yeah. I'm curious to hear. 
it to me it started as one of those projects like i remember hearing about this project nouns getting ready to launch and there are a few kind of key players in the space that were that were involved in it jacob horn from the one of the founders of zora was like pretty interested in it um and i generally most things that he writes about or talks about i'm kind of like keen to keen to kind of like listen in on i think he's got a good eye for things yeah like he's uh he's uh he seems pretty on the balls yeah so jacob was kind of starting to talk about it as well and from kind of like noun like noun one onwards i was just kind of like this is a fascinating technologically i found it fascinating like nothing had really done what it was doing before right like we're at the peak of the 10k pfp projects right like these massive like drop projects and suddenly this project comes out where it's one a day forever indefinitely and it was just suddenly like kind of i feel like it kind of like blew everyone's minds a little bit you could do so well by actually holding things back rather than just like flooding the market with stuff and so yeah that like really hooked me in and then it was fascinating to see like i feel like they were one of the big they were kind of big ones that took dom hoffman's concept of like cco on chain code and kind of really running with it and i obviously know that dom is like uh deeply connected to nouns as well and me and dom have uh kind of known each other since we first got into this space so um yeah i it kind of felt like a real natural evolution of loot and the derivatives that kind of spun off the back of that and that kind of technology so i was yeah i was kind of fascinated by it then and then even more so like then we started seeing all of these kind of new nouns projects kind of like taking the concept and running with it was just yeah incredible and i I, like was pretty hooked on watching all of those and seeing how they like tweak tweak the mechanics tweak the kind of like the designs of the nouns all of that was just like to me was like the perfect kind of proliferation of this you know cco artistic movement um and i was just like totally totally on board with it It as like the perfect blend of tech and art and uh yeah it kind of sucked me in really but then yeah i've been a huge fan of uh i've been like a skater since i was a kid um and it up until very recently when i when i found nasdaq like it's always felt like a very separate part of my life um i love skating but skating and twitter never really seemed to click there wasn't much of like a a group here for it um or at least one that i'd kind of like found out about and been connected with um there are a few people who i kind of spoke to but no kind of like big movement and then yeah i saw i kind of i don't know if i saw it or if someone kind of pointed me in the direction of nasdaq um and gami but i i kind of stumbled across it in some way shape or form and immediately it kind of clicked like this whole like nfts with artistic movement with kind of funding these you know funding these these artists who like skaters or you know other um, extreme athletes and it all just kind of fell into place and so i kind of watched the sidelines for a while i was pretty busy with um with lots of work and personal life and so i just kind of sat and watched collected a few nars as well um while it was all happening and then eventually kind of reached out to gami and was just like look like this is a really great project i love it if you ever need like some technological help like tech help like i'm here for it um and i can help out however i can so he took me up on the offer yeah recently we've been talking more where i'm trying to basically take the site and adding new features like the thing that you see at uh now on the clock app right where it's like we print pending transactions so looking at building those features into kind of nasdaq uh site itself love it and i think uh you and i are gonna have more conversations along these lines as well because uh like i've been talking to gami about some of these features and uh you know what we can do and we've been a little bit limited in in the way the dev's been handled in the past 
So I think, um, you know, having you on board as, as part of the community as well is just a super important aspect. Yeah, it feels like a pretty privileged position to be in. And it, it's kind of how it felt with Foundation as well, right? Like I was an NFT collector and I loved what Foundation and the likes of Zora were doing and being able to build something that it was basically a tool that I wanted as a collector. I wanted to yeah. see like all these like bits of information that didn't necessarily belong in the kind of core application, right? It, it They don't, they're kind of a, maybe a power user feature or very kind of like a, a small subset of users. but. I think that kind of inspired me to kind of build and I'm hoping that, yeah, I can do the same for the NASDAQ and the, and the kind of wider community. But it's awesome seeing things like similar kind of like power user uh, UIs for nouns as well. Like I've recently been looking at is it nouns.sh, which is by Winter and also designed by um, by Pugson, who's one of the developers on uh, on the team at Rainbow. Um, we, were just, uh, and- we were just talking about them earlier. Those are, these are the guys that were doing a test, uh, some test stuff yesterday in the auction oh right yeah yeah exactly yeah winter's like auto bidder i saw that on uh, nouns.sh i was uh, digging through the contract earlier to see like what it was doing but um yeah so it's it's kind of fascinating to see the experimentation that's coming out from these like big bco projects and how especially nouns embraces it and also funds right like i think a lot of projects are happy for people to build on top of them but it's even better when you can kind of build an mvp and then you know put something into prop house and then get some get actually kind of compensated for it pretty easily which i think is a like really fascinating kind of mechanic that is really has just been enabled by now obviously their treasury and and the kind of the activity of the community and the, the nouns holders for sure and i think uh you know by building out any of this stuff to nas as well and then you know it's going to open source uh, essentially any new features that are added and make it yeah it becomes this this public good where every other extension is like oh i really like that and you can just yeah. sort of copy paste into your protocol as well and i think that's such a cool way yeah cool. i think that's the best thing like i'm looking forward to opening open sourcing the nasdaq repo as well once we've kind of got it into shape as well so yeah, yeah exactly just grab code yeah that's something i've been uh, looking forward to myself there's a few things that i've noticed as well that you're up to i noticed in your bio you've got uh gusama dow listed as well and yeah your pinned tweet you've you built, which is quite a while ago, back in January 21. Yeah, I should um, update that. Built NFT.app, like NFTE.app, and mm. had a quick look at that. And that's a, a really cool thing to just embed NFTs in, into your own uh, websites or apps. Yeah. I mean, we can, yeah, we can start with that. Like, so NFTE.app was this kind of basically an experiment where it was, again, like you said, it's from quite a while ago, that pin tweet. I should probably update it and swap it out for something slightly more relevant. But um, I don't really maintain it that much anymore. But the idea behind it was more to try to hopefully spur other people to go out and build some things. And thankfully, lots of people have, like Zora have got a really good embed now that you can just drop into a site. But the idea behind it was, you know, back a year or so ago when NFTs were just kind of like ramping up into into the public eye, I got I saw a lot of people like, how do I add this to my site? I just want something where I can drop it into my site, similar to, you know, uh, an Instagram embed or a tweet embed. And it was, and at the time there was just nothing available, right? Like you needed to, there yeah. had to be a whole infrastructure needed to be built out and bootstrapped just to kind of get it up and running. So I gave it a go at just uh, creating this very simple kind of either a React component or just a, you know, a typical HTML script tag uh, embed that once you dropped it on a page and you passed it an address and a token idea, it would 
attempt to render the details from it and uh, and a preview of it yeah that was a really fun project and like those are kind of my favorite my favorite little projects to do of like very discreet small kind of self-contained projects and then just kind of run with um and, and share you know share around to other people and actually um it was about like shortly after that uh context context.app it kind of bought the rights to it, it was not even the rights but kind of like bought the code for it um but it's still open source for anyone to use um because in the original days of context app they were thinking of offering a similar thing and they they were kind of like wanted to talk to me about if they could essentially take that code and run with it but now obviously context has kind of pivoted into a uh, like a watching other people's wallets app uh, and social almost like a social timeline of uh, wallet activity so yeah 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 that's super interesting I, I wanted to bring it up like like you said to you you're kind of like yeah no it's a bit old outdated just one of the little things I did but to me that's super important because you know it, it illustrates your like your contribution to the space and like how early on you're thinking about these things and, and being able to offer people valuable tools that's why i love open source software you know i think that's a really cool thing and to see that you were doing that with stuff like this before a lot of people were even thinking about it yeah thanks i never really thought about it in that way but it's always nice to kind of like see people like i still get people reach out to me and see if like they can use it and if they can fork the code and of course it's you know completely absolutely and i'd still love to see another i'd still love to see a version that's really kind of rock solid and like an entire product kind of built out from that because i still think it is super valuable to be able to just drop you know drop some code like you can be a web 2 dev and not really give a damn about web 3 but you're interested in nft just grab some code and drop it into a site like a wordpress blog or even just a static html and like have this kind of portal this kind of bridge to web 3 so to speak uh from like a typical kind of web 2 product and i think i think that's probably one of the biggest things that we've still got to continue to work on is kind of bringing more people into space and kind of normalizing it not just a space for people who are into you know crypto coins or like you know yeah. uh, cryptocurrencies and stuff like it's bigger than that now and it's been bigger than that for a long time but it still feels like uh there's work to do to kind of onboard more people absolutely and it's something that i have not mentioned to you in our passing just yet is another project i won't get into it deeply right now but we'll talk about it later is um noun press and we're potentially mm. going to fork wordpress and do this uh web 2 web 3 bridge as cliche as it sounds bridging that gap is a real thing and we yep. can do that with this kind of software yeah i think like things like that like bridging that kind of gap incredibly important i feel like that's kind of something that nasdao is doing a really good job of is kind of bringing these people bringing these people like you know skaters and other extreme athletes into the space um through a means of you know either sponsoring them or funding projects in them or just kind of like you know like stickering up a skate park like it's just small things like that and it's a whole group of it's a whole kind of sector of people that maybe wouldn't have even heard of these things or really kind of thought it would apply to them straight out the gate but with you know if you can sponsor people and kind of show them that this money can kind of it's easier and they don't have to sign away their life and they don't have to kind of like there are these different models that are appearing that actually are much you know much better for them you know much more kind of equality like is much more equal for them as well uh, they don't have to like sponsor as Nas says like these sugary drinks just to kind of get some money to pay for them to kind of go around the world and skate and represent these companies and i think that's yeah. where like some of the best projects are 
are really kind of taking off is like they're really kind of empowered with this mission of getting either a new group of people or an existing group of people for growing that kind of that piece of the pie into the space um and just kind of making it yeah making it feel like there is a better choice out there and i just think like if we can do that for more groups of people then we're kind of on to a winner i do think like there's still a long ways to go like even like if you're looking at the nouns all right it's like we as people in the space and have been in the space have seen it evolve you know seen all the different patterns that have played out like it becomes really easy to lose sight of how complex everything is like you're talking about obviously you know uh people who can buy these derivatives like people buy nars and then have a vote say in these future things like for a lot of people that's like that's still a, there's still like five or ten steps that they need to get yeah. their head around just to participate in that and so while i think it's amazing and i don't think like that's any reason to not put the effort in there is still like there's still a ways to go i think in terms of like you know whether that's through education whether that's education, through tooling whether that's usability. through like yeah usability uh cost all these different factors i think play into it but it's like i said it's not to say that that should be any less of a, a reason to kind of try we're we're kind of here that's why we're all here is like bring that to the masses and it it kind of lifts everyone up if we if we can get, bring more people into it so yeah i'm yeah. super excited about it i think the challenges are amazing it's one of the reasons why i joined rainbow was that it felt like the the wallet is kind of a lot of people's first contact with um web3 or participating in web3 and i think if you can kind of take the wallet experience kind of you know make it simpler make it nicer to use make it more of an app that you feel safe using that you're not going to make a mistake and lose all your funds overnight or in a second yeah yeah i feel like that's where we can have impact and so that's why a lot of the challenges that you know we're we're kind of like building at um at rainbow kind of it felt so right to be there at that time yeah that's awesome yeah i I completely agree i think you know the the wallet is technically going to be one of the first onboarding pieces for most people when you're explaining all right well let's get into showing you something to do with this space first thing you're going to need is a wallet to interact with things and to you know put money in and do anything with so ben you you just gave me an interesting idea of like a social feed like like i don't know if it's like a rainbow social feed that's like showing like fun nfts and then like you can like click on the when you click on like the you know uh profile so to speak it goes to other people's wallets and you can like follow people's wallets uh, that that seems kind of fun yeah that would be cool hey is that yeah is that what um context is going to like uh yeah it's kind of like what context is like and also it's a bit like have you heard of the face app it's an ios app um where you can basically do exactly that right you follow wallets and it will give you a feed of every action that they're doing so it will kind of send you a push notification if they've just minted a nft or um and also there's another cool site called mint.fun which is a collaboration between uh who is it context zora i feel like someone else as well um but that site basically tells shows you they basically crawl the entire blockchain for like mints that are happening and are picking up steam they use like some interesting ways of kind of checking the abis and checking the call signatures to see like hey this random contract seems to be seems to be an nft contract and seems to be minting a lot at the moment with maybe some like you know within 
a certain time period and then they'll kind of like build that like show that on the front page and like expose the information so just, it doesn't uh, have just, to be whitelisted or anything so just bull market things <laughs> just bull yeah. market things when we used to just follow random around the internet exactly <laughs> yeah exactly and it, it it really felt like yeah that was kind of like the the last hurrah of that uh of that thing like yeah things like mint.fun but it's i don't know i find it interesting now just like going out and seeing like what people are doing um not that uh yeah it's certainly slowed down a bit absolutely man and, and i think like this uh the nanish ecosystem is fortunate to have someone like yourself here building and doing stuff for for the communities i think it's you know a really powerful thing to do and you're obviously one of those builders that's going to come out on the other end as one of the people that have created super powerful platforms thanks man that's nice to hear sam how do we say your name sam mason de Carre? is that your last name uh mason de carries yeah mason de carries sorry i'm i'm canadian so i i defaulted doing the french but i should have known but um, no, no, yeah, th good. thank you so much uh, for coming and uh, speaking with us. Really interesting to hear everything that you're working on. And Ben, thanks for uh, for finding Sam and, and bringing him here so to hear everything that he's working on. It's super interesting. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, he's been a, a rad member in the NAS community and uh, couldn't help but ask. Yeah, Amazing. thanks so much for having me. This was uh, really hella fun. It's great. Yeah, pleasure. And is there anything else you want to drop uh, or like tell anyone where they can find you if you're working on something else or, you know, we kind of covered everything? Yeah, where's the I think we kind of I kind of covered everything. Like, uh, yeah, like pick up Rainbow if you haven't picked it up already. Um, have a play around of it. Uh, you can find me on like you know where to find me on Twitter because I'm right here. Um, and yeah, if you uh, that's I think that's pretty much it. Awesome, awesome, and uh, yeah. I'll definitely be seeing you around. We've got some stuff to talk about. Thank you for listening to the TNS Soapbox podcast. You can catch the TNS Soapbox shows happening live on announced Square Editor Spaces every day in between the 24-hour noun o'clock. The weekly lineup can be found at thenounsquare.info slash events. Cheers. We'll see you next time.